0: Welcome to the Soul Surgery Podcast. My name is Nikki Clinch and I am your host. I am a maturation facilitator, teacher and coach, integrative holistic health counselor, breathwork facilitator and author. I am the founder of the Academy of Maturation Coaching, The Alchemy of Being, where I train as many people as I can to become powerful spaces for human beings to come home to their authentic truth. Maturation is a powerful evolutionary process of dissolving trauma, breaking free of stuck patterns and growing and healing at the taproot, growing out of who we thought we were from the stories led by our past conditioning in order to grow and evolve into who we were born to be. In this podcast, I will be sharing many different things with you, opening up the doorways to my coaching sessions where you can witness with your own eyes how trauma contaminates our reality and how we can dissolve it, heal it at the root and rewrite the story of our lives, reclaiming our power and reminding each one of us that who we are is wholeness. I will be interviewing some of the world's most prominent teachers in spirituality, healing, transformation, and human involvement, and sharing with you my own teachings and learnings along the way, and above all, sharing with you my heart. The purpose of this podcast is to remind each one of you who you really are, to open up the doorway to a new possibility, to a new paradigm, to healing, health, transformation, and our evolvement as individuals and a species. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. One thing that you can do for me, if you find this podcast useful and if you love it, please do subscribe. And if you feel called to leave a review because reviews really matter. They help to spread the word and help to spread this podcast to as many people as we can. And lastly, If you have any big aha moments, any shifts, any insights in any of these episodes, please do share it with me. Share with me which episode it was, where in the episode it happened and how it has impacted you and your life. So without further ado, let's get going. I hope you enjoy today's episode on the Soul Surgery Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Soul Surgery Podcast and to this week's episode. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of thinking about what I was going to talk about this week. And one of the most asked questions by all of you and most requested episodes, topics that you want to hear is forgiveness. And I noticed that I've been kind of avoiding or pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing it off, um, recording this episode. And, and I checked in with myself this morning as to why, and you know, the real reason is, is that it is a big topic and you just can't work on forgiveness without diving into heartbreak without diving into the pain. You can't have one without the other. You know, forgiveness is not pasting a smile on your face and saying, love and light, all is good, I'm happy now, I forgive, sprinkle fairy dust all over the past or over this person and I'm done. No, well, that can be a presentation of forgiveness, but that's not what I want to talk about here. That's not what we need to talk about the real process of forgiveness the real healing transformational process of forgiveness requires a full surrender into what we are suppressing and hiding and resisting around the pain and the heartbreak of the very thing that or person that we need to forgive so you can't have forgiveness without being willing to dive into what is there and i guess that's why i've been resisting it one i i guess it's kind of an unconscious way of trying to protect you from having to feel the heartbreak and also with f- myself you know recently recently i have had to go back and relook at a pivotal core relationship in my life with the relationship with my father and i have a lot of pain still around it. I didn't even realize I, I genuinely thought that I had forgiven and that I was clear and clean around it. But something came up last week, a memory, a trauma that I had not really seen or felt or dealt with fully. Not at this level, not at this with this kind of clarity and 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 presence. And so it has allowed me. To experience the depth of the heartbreak and the pain and the anger that has been lying buried deep inside of me. And so I am not at forgiveness yet, but I do set the intention to get there, that I hold space for that being the place in which I land in this particular relationship. And so I guess as I speak with you about forgiveness in this episode, I wanna share with you the importance of the whole journey, the importance of setting the intention for forgiveness to be where you land and also just the honesty and the truth that this is a journey it is not an overnight thing and if it is then you maybe you're not going deep enough that if you dare to go deep enough then then forgiveness becomes a full embodied way of being, a full embodied field, a full embodied space in which you come from completely whole rather than an idea or a presentation or a strategy in your life. If we are truly on the journey of forgiveness and surrendering to it mind, body, heart, soul, then who we are in it should mature. That forgiveness itself as a process is a maturation journey. That the, the wounded, heartbroken one needs to outgrow the blame outgrow the pain, outgrow the one that has been victimized or hurt or suffered, that we need to outgrow her or him in or, or they in order to grow into the one that is at peace and whole and free around it. And so that's not an overnight thing. That is a a journey and a process to commit yourself to and a worthwhile one. So let's talk about, you know, what is forgiveness and why is it important and what blocks us from it. Let's start with that. You know, firstly, if you've heard my toxic positivity episode, then this is referring to that. And if you haven't heard it, please go and listen because it's a really important one. Um, you know, there's a lot of love and light that gets thrown around, as if if we sprinkle fairy dust on the shadow aspects of our humanness, then it will somehow disappear. But that will only happen on a on a mind thought way unless we're willing to truly face and be with all that is present without without suppression no censorship and dive into the complete unknown of what is there with the intention to forgive and come to a place of wholeness and freedom and peace then it's it's just a presentation it's just a picture you know forgiveness is an act of coming home to wholeness it's an act of completion you know in the five elements in in chinese medicine we have the we have the whole cycle of the elements we have we have water tree fire earth metal and and they only are as powerful as they are when they're together because it creates a whole whole fluid, alive cycle. One flows from one to the other and thus creates wholeness and unity. That's, it's replicated in many aspects of human life and also in nature, you know, we see it in in a seed that grows into a plant, that grows into a flower that then um, deepens and, and blooms and then starts to die and wilt away, letting go and then back into the earth to germinate again. That Happens in the creative cycle, you know, we we come up with an idea, a thought, an idea that then births into action, birthing the project into the world, that then births into the fullest expression and the blooming of it, that then the nurturing and the nourishment of the project, and then coming to a completion. Happens in relationship. It happens everywhere, the full cycle of life, and forgiveness is the completion of the cycle. So the first thing I want to say then is forgiveness is not a happy place to get to. It's the intention of bringing completion to something that is incomplete. It's the intention to complete whole from a space or a relationship, or a person, or a place that has been left unwhole. And so, when we intend to complete fully where we are left with, if we do it fully, is that we are left in a whole place we can complete, it becomes something that is ended fully and we can let it go and release it. And I think there's this misconception that, you know, if we just decide that we forgive, well, then that's, that's it. Then we're done, right? But no, that doesn't mean that we have completed. That does not mean that we have, we have lived the full cycle that has allowed us to come to a completion. And we can't really have an ending without a completion. You know, we, we live in the world, and especially the, the modern world that we're in now, where everything is kind of very fast and quick and disposable. We move on quick. We get rid of friendships. We get rid of partners. We get rid of jobs. We get rid of Instagram followers. We, get, we just kind of move on all the time. But just because we've moved on does not mean that we're not carrying the very thing that we've left along with us. It looks like we have because maybe we're in a different country or we're in a different relationship or we're in a different life or we're in a different job. It looks like we have. But actually what we've left behind may not be complete in our heart and our soul and our mind and our body. And so we we continue building more life without fully completing what is from the past and so we just carry more and 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 we wonder why we start feeling stuck and bogged down and we get tighter and our bodies get tighter and our and our survival strategies get more intense and we have to keep ourselves even busier and we have to distract ourselves even more And we wonder why, well, you know, we're, we're carrying lifetimes worth of unfinished business. And just because we think we've moved on physically in a 3d world, we think that it's, you know, it's Gone, the past is gone. Well, no, it's still here, and that's what I. I often say that about childhood. We think that because childhood was back there once. For me, it was forty-two years. I'm going to be forty-two next week. You know, just because our childhood was back there, we think it's gone. Well, no, the mind has no sense of time. The mind doesn't distinguish past or present. The past is here now, unless we complete. It's unfinished business. And so forgiveness is a process of coming home to wholeness, completion. And even just hearing this, you can see, I hope you can see how pivotal and important it is. Important to our own being, that we're not carrying weights and weights and weights of the past, of unfinished business. Important to our hearts and our souls so that we can express ourselves and love freely. Importance to our energy, our life force, our creative power so that we can live freely, express ourselves freely without the weight of unfinished business. And so it, it's just such an important, important part of the process. And it is a very personal self-responsibility. Nobody can do it for you. You must be the one. You have to be the one to do it yourself. That's both the problem and the gift. So what happens if we do not complete and we just keep moving on? Well, you know, that goes into the body. What is unfinished, what is unspoken, what is suppressed, resentment, anger, heartbreak, disappointment it manifests as blame, it manifests as, it simmers as resentment. All of that just sits stagnant in the body and, and that has an impact on, on our physical being, our emotional being, our energetic being. That to forgive is not a, Necessarily a gift for them. It's a gift for us. You know, all that resentment and suppressed pain and suppressed anger and suppressed um suppression. You know, gabor Mate will say it's not the emotion, emotions aren't the problem. Suppression is the problem. Thank you, Gabor, for your amazing teachings always. Emotion is not the problem. Suppression is the problem you know, we we carry all that suppressed life inside and that leads us to find a million billion ways to keep it buried. And our life becomes finding strategies to keep it shut down instead of being about us being fully free to express ourselves and thrive. How much energy does it take to keep resentments hidden? and inside, how much energy does it take to hate somebody and something? How much energy does it take to um, keep things buried? And all that energy we could be using to just be ourselves. (laughs) And of course that gets inside our physical body. We may suffer from stomach aches, tension, pain. It may go even deeper, you know, festering into illness. You know, what we keep unfinished is ours, we carry. And so forgiveness is not necessarily a gift just for them. It is the greatest gift we can give to ourselves to become free and at peace and to come home. Also, and I write about this in the book, in my book, Surrender, if you haven't bought it yet, I've got my book coming out, Surrender, Break Free of the Past, Realize Your Power and Live Beyond Your Story. All details will be in the notes below. You know, I write a whole chapter on it because it's so important. If we're truly wanting to become free of the story of our past, we can't do that from a space of victim energy. And I want to be very clear here. You know, many people have actually experienced victimization. You, we, have be, we have been on the receiving end of real, real issues. But living in that energy, that field of victim, victimhood, keeps us in the state of the wounded one. It keeps us stuck. In that space of woundedness. And thus it's a very disempowering place to be. And so our, our inability to complete and to and our and our wanting to hold on to the anger and the pain and the blame of the past keeps us in this in the child state. And again, that blocks us. It blocks our maturation. It blocks our power. It blocks our expression. It blocks our ability to really be our true, whole, authentic, aligned selves. So you can hear that just because we keep running or hiding or burying does not mean we're free. when i look back you know i remember when i first came into recovery for my addictions and you know one of the first things i had to do was do a, a fourth step inventory there's the, the 12 steps if you don't know them the fourth step is is to write an inventory and i had to write this inventory this self inquiry inventory of all the resentments <laughs> all the resentments that i was carrying because you know, there's this saying in 12 steps, resentments keep you sick. Well, I, I still agree with that because resentments kind of simmer inside and they create shame and they create hiding and they create secrets and they create all this sort of strategy to hide it and protect it and bury it and all sorts. So I remember I had to do this fourth step inventory and write down all my resentments. (laughs) I'm laughing because I I literally wrote like two books full of resentments. I was just like riddled with resentment, blaming everyone and everything for the pain that I was carrying. And and by carrying all that resentment, I was sort of stuck in a state of victimhood and shame and low self-worth. And so I had to write this inventory and then read it out to my sponsor. Read it out not to shame me, but to release the shame. And... It was so eye-opening just to kind of read over and over again. Like, my God, when you've read two whole books out, you're bored of yourself. I I realized I was bored of my own self and how quickly I wanted to blame others. (sighs) It was like... I couldn't deny the weight of this that I was carrying around with me. And what for? Because I wanted to be right, because I wanted to win a battle, a supposed battle that was going on, because I wanted to feel somehow powerful or in control or uh, I wanted to feel powerful and in control over aspects of my life that were completely powerless, my childhood can't change it. And so I had to do the work to release this and and become responsible for what was buried underneath the res- resentments the expectation resentments are ex expectations are resentments waiting to happen the amount of expectation that I had and then the blaming because I expected others to fulfill these expectations and the lack of self-responsibility and the amount of self-abandonment that comes with wanting and expecting others to come along and, and, and solve all my expectations. It's just setting up resentment after resentment after resentment. And so I've had to go through multiple phases of this work in my own life. You know, I held anger towards my mother for far too long. Most of the first 20 years of my life. And I remember the the excruciating pain that it had on me to hate that much. I mean, my heart just didn't have the ability to let love in because it was full of all this hate. And, you know, that is, that is the trade-off. That is the trade-off for being unwilling to, to do the work to forgive. And so I have had to go into the core relationships, not just the core, all all the unfinished business in my life and do the work to make it whole. Not to make friends or to be good or to make other people happy, to make whole with myself. And so let's talk about that process. What is it that is unforgivable? in our mind really it's always comes back to the heart underneath expectation underneath resentment underneath anger is heartbreak there was a want or a need for something that was not met and in fact that was either violated or hurt or disappointed or let down or and there's there's heartbreak and often blame is a very very good distraction for being with the powerlessness of the heartbreak because the heartbreak is real and true what we're powerless over is we can't go back and 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 rewrite time. we can't go back and and change what happened and so i believe that that we blame and we hold people on the hook because it gives us a sense of some kind of power and control over aspects that we where we were powerless and of course it makes sense right but it's a false sense of control and power and with every bit of energy that we use to distract ourselves by blaming and judging and using these false sense of dominance and control, we are not allowing ourselves to be with the heartbreak. Therefore, we're not allowing ourselves to heal. Ah, you see, this is why I resisted this topic, because <laughs> it's deep and it's painful, but it's so, it's so important for our healing. You know, we spend whole lifetimes trying to find ways to get away from the pain of the heartbreak inside. But in our ways of trying to get away from it and resist it, we create an entire lifetime worth of suffering. And and if you think of it that way, it is actual insanity. That really when we are ready to put down the battle, to put down the judgments, to put down the armor, to surrender, and be with the very parts that we feel powerless over, and be with the heartbreak, and grieve that's 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 the point where healing becomes possible with all the people i have worked with in the last 10 years and including myself i have discovered that the heart always can heal the heart can heal but it can't heal unless you're willing to be with what's in the heart. And so underneath all the blame and the judgment and the resentment is a hurting or broken heart. And that is the first place to go to, to even be courageous enough to allow yourself to acknowledge your sweet, beautiful, sacred heart that is just longing for your attention. And then once we are allowing ourselves the space to feel, and when you come back to the broken heart, you may need to process rage, anger, uh, grief, sadness. These are all appropriate human emotions to feel. And but to do with, responsi- with responsibility, but they are appropriate. It's healthy to feel these things with the intention of healing, not the intention of hurting. But if that's the first stage, well, that, that is the first stage of the process of forgiveness, to feel what you have been burying. So if you are in the point where you're just like finally feeling how frigging angry you are at someone um, or hurt or heartbroken or disappointed, that is appropriate. That's healthy. Feel it. Give yourself permission to feel it. Just don't get stuck there. That's not the final stage. That's like stage one. And if you are willing to give yourself full permission to to really feel the feelings, they move. (laughs) They move and it's like a release. It's a relief. You don't have to carry this built up energy from God knows how many years or months. It releases, you become softer. Something melts, dissolves, a protection. Ah. And the next stage is then to start doing the self-inquiry. Where did I give my power away? Either to this person or to this relationship or to this thing or to this institution or whatever it is that that you, you need to complete with. Multiple things, I'm sure. Where did I give my power away? Taking full responsibility. This does not mean (laughs) that they did not do what they did. Forgiveness does not mean forgetting. And that's an important thing to hear. You never need to forget. Never. Your experience is real and true and valid. But what you carry from it is your responsibility. That impacts you, your life, your freedom, and your freedom is worth it. Your, who you are being here on this planet is of value and worth. That's why you do this work. Not to be good, not to be right, not to be perfect, but because you are worth it. And so responsibility, where did I give my power away? Did I people please? Did I have all these expectations? Did I not trust myself? Did I not listen to my own instincts? Did I, did I, did I write a whole list of where you gave your power away? So you can see it and own it like, whoa, look at how much there is there. And then the next step, you know, what what was it that you actually wanted and needed that you kept giving your power away here. It may be that you discover that underneath all of this, you just really wanted to be accepted, or you you had an expectation to be seen, or to be heard, or to be loved. Own that you came in with an expectation. Now with family, with parents, You know, that expectation is real and valid. I expected you to show up for me. I expected you to love me. It's a real valid expectation, but it is your expectation. And really the value of of seeing this and owning this is that that expectation is, is still there. But now you're an adult. That's your responsibility. So step three, are you willing... Write new commitments to look at every aspect of where you have given your power away and recommit to showing up for yourself and not doing that anymore. You will be able to let someone off the hook and forgive when you feel safe and empowered in yourself, and that can only happen if you're willing to set these new commitments and boundaries. I will not smile and pretend that I'm happy here when I'm really not. I will not go and use my time doing what you want to do when it doesn't nourish me. I will not, I will not lie, I will not do these things to, to turn myself inside out. You know, it's up to you, us, to recommit to new behavior. That is what creates safety for ourselves. When we honor our own boundaries, I should do a whole another episode on boundaries. Well, when we feel safe because of that, the heart, the heart has the ability to start opening again. And then the fourth step, really looking at the one you are blaming and looking into their soul. Their behavior might have been unacceptable. Their words might have been painful. But who are they beyond this? Is that really who they are? What story have they come from? What did they learn in the world? You know, nothing just happens. Everything is sequential. Like, what's the story of that person? This doesn't mean you need to forget, and it doesn't mean it's okay, but it can surely bring you closer to understanding and compassion. Not forgetting. It does not mean you're. it's okay what they did. You. That's one of your boundaries. I will not stand for this anymore. I do not see... Even, even a boundary is, I will not see this person anymore. That gives you the freedom to feel safe again. But then when you feel safe, you, you can work towards compassion for them and for you. And then finally, forgiveness, completion. What have you and can you be grateful for in the learning of this experience? We're either blaming or we're learning. Fact. That's just fact. If we're stuck in blame, we get stuck. And in a cycle, in a dynamic of separation and victimhood. When we are learning, we're growing. We're maturing. So what can I learn from this that has allowed me to become more mature than before, that has gifted me with the ability to have grown more and to be grateful for that? That one's on you. That's be grateful to yourself for allowing that in. And this whole process that I've just walked you through, it creates a feeling of wholeness and peace. And really, that affects every aspect of your life in the best possible way. Then we don't have to pass these pains onto our babies, then we don't have to take it out on our partners, then we don't have to take it out on our bodies, on ourselves, on our dreams. Then we can release, end of the cycle, ending. I know for me, this work that I'm doing around my father, I, I, I'm in the compassion phase. And I still have anger that I'm releasing. And I have every intention to come to a completion. However, But I will not rush myself. Don't rush yourself. Don't skip any of these phases. Give yourself the gift of the full healing. Because that's what you deserve. But I do intend... to come to a place of completion and that I know will be a great gift that I give to myself and to him and to my children and to my husband. And so I guess the final words are give yourself so much compassion for all of this. Human beings are complex creatures. We come loaded with so many layers of stories and conditioning, imprints of unhealed trauma, just so many layers entangled, the past entangled with the present, and that is universal. That includes all of us. And so compassion is key. You may not be ready to love yet, but you can offer yourself compassion and understanding. So I hope this has been useful for you. It's been beautiful to share with you and to walk you through this process and just to allow myself to speak it too. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any aha moments from this episode, please do share them with me. I love to hear your healing. Write in the comments below uh, under the YouTube video. You can DM me on Instagram. You can write me an email through my website, nikkiclinch.com. And please do go and buy my book, Surrender, Break Free of the Past, Realize Your Power and Live Beyond Your Story, now available on Amazon and everywhere that sells books. And if you've loved this episode, please do write a review. Your reviews really matter. They help this episode and this content spread far and wide. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with anyone who you think may need it. And if you love soul surgery, please do subscribe to this channel so that you can be one of the first ones to receive this. Until the next time, guys, thank you for listening. I love you. Bye.